0: A UFO lands on my roof. Yes, a UFO lands on my roof and an alien steps out. Okay, this is a hypothetical scenario. The alien looks at me and says, explain Tango to me. So I say, follow me, and I buy the alien a subway pass, and I take him to the Venezuela station on the H line here in Buenos Aires. This station has a mural depicting the lyrics to the tango Cambalache by Enrique Santos de Sheppolo. I point to the mural, look at the alien, and say, let's start here. This is Tango Profiles. <music> In one of the shiniest, newest subway stations in the Buenos Aires system is an artist's rendering of a tango whose title means junk shop, and whose lyrics are a list of everything that is wrong with society. Read the lyrics to Cambalache and try to think of a more pessimistic rant, or for that matter, a more elegant one. The poetic conceit is that the world is, and has always been, a junk shop, where you can find everything regardless of value. In fact, in this junk shop, there is no rhyme or reason, no hierarchy, no justice, and the most sacred item, a Bible, sits next to the most mundane one, a water heater. There's no difference between thieves and saints, between scholars and asses, and what's more, nobody cares where you come from or whether you're guilty or innocent. The bottom line is, that you're better than no one, and we're all going to hell. And one more thing. If you don't speak up and complain, you'll starve.
1: And
0: that, my extraterrestrial friend, is a pretty good starting place for tango. Also, if you're planning on staying in Argentina, keep those lyrics in your spacesuit pocket because they'll come in handy. (laughs) (laughs) Enrique Santos de Sheppolo wrote the words and music to Cambalache in 1934, and they continue to be relevant today. Prophetically, they declare that the world was a mess in the year 506, and will continue to be so, in the year 2000. From 1930 to 1983, Argentina suffered six military dictatorships. Buenos Aires is a world capital with an astounding level of cultural literacy, but that fact has long lived side by side with corruption and political turmoil. Argentines from all colors of the political spectrum can read these lyrics and shake their heads in agreement. Is this type of pessimism all that tango has to offer? Of course not, but it's an essential piece of the tango and porteño philosophy. Di expressed disillusionment with the human character in lyric after lyric, but he did so from a place of erudition, poetic mastery, and humor. He was an actor, playwright, and screenwriter, and his lyrics are living proof of the often repeated refrain, Tango is an opera in three and a half minutes. If you're a musician, chances are you'll come across Deshepelo's tangos when accompanying singers. All the more reason to delve into not just the music, but the lyrics, too. In today's episode, we'll look at five important tangos that span the career of Enrique Santos de Sheppolo, stopping along the way to talk about his life. Esta Noche Me Emborracho, or Tonight I'm Getting Drunk, is a tango that was written in 1928, Music and Lyrics by de Sheppolo. He'd been writing tangos for a few years without much success, and this was his first hit, the one that made him a name in tango. For the past decade, he'd been working as an actor and had worked with his brother Armando, a playwright. Armando had misgivings about his younger brother's ventures into tango. And then Azucena Maizani, one of the great women tango singers of the 1920s and 30s, sang Esta Noche in a theatrical review and the song became a hit. The lyrics tell the story of a man, the narrator, running into an ex-girlfriend ten years after the fact. In the first stanza, he expresses his shock and disgust. She's in ruin, physically run down, pathetic, alone, and walking out of a cabaret. She's dressed too young for her age and showing too much skin. The narrator is so horrified that he runs away. The next stanza, which contrasts musically with the first, is more reflective. I can't believe that ten years ago I was so in love with this girl that I wrecked my life. Taking money from my mother, losing my friends, and ending up with nothing. The final stanza returns to the original music, and here we have the narrator's concluding statements. He says, I can't believe how bad this encounter was. I can't believe that I ruined my life for someone who is such a mess. Okay, let's stop and think about the emotional complexity here. Rather than choose other more straightforward options, for example, I feel sorry for my ex, or even wow, I really dodged the bullet, the conclusion here is I am indignant because I ruined my life not for someone who's a real catch, but rather for a washed-up, worthless wreck. The message seems to be I thought I could justify ruining my life and blame it on someone else. Right? Wow. This is not only bitter, but emotionally convoluted. And his final conclusion? Because of all of this, I've decided to get really drunk. The lyrics are not only perfectly penned, with consonant rhyme and a tight structure, but they contain plenty of lumfardo, the classic porteño slang, and they tell an entertaining story with a complex emotional message. A lot happens here, and you can take the tone as incredibly serious, based on the content, or somewhere between bitter and comical. That is DeShepolo for you. Around the time that Esta Noche put Deschepolo on the map, he met his life companion, Tania. Tania was a Spanish singer living in Buenos Aires, and over the years, in addition to being Deschepolo's companion, she would end up recording several of his tangos. Another singer who recorded just about every Discepolo composition was the superstar Carlos Gardel. The two had become friends and had a common interest in cinema. In fact, they appeared side by side in a short film in which they discuss a new tango, Gira Gira. Enrique, how are you? Viene a ti? Decime,
1: Enrique, ¿qué has to do with the tango Gira Gira? With Gira Gira, that's
0: it. The year was 1930, and DiCiepolo wrote what turned out to be one of his greatest anthems. The title translates roughly to The World Keeps Turning, and the lyrics almost read as a nihilist manifesto. The narrator gives advice, saying, Don't expect anything from humanity, love, loyalty, or a helping hand. When you're down on your luck and everyone has abandoned you, You'll see. You'll see what I was talking about. Again, Di is masterful with form and poetic devices, this time creating a series of lists in the verses and using the anthemic chorus as a vehicle for the narrator's manifesto. Like Esta Noche, Gira Gira is full of Lomfardo, even in the title. Spelled Y-I-R-A, Gira means turning or walking around, and by association is also a term for a prostitute. If you wanna dig deeper into these lyrics, you can check out my article on Gira Gira and an English translation on my tango sing-along blog. That's available on my website, adamtully.com.
1: And then in 1934
0: came Cambalache, the subject of our subway mural and Tango 101. The lyrics to Cambalache are an epic Discheppelin rant. We got into their essence already, but I'll say this. Keep coming back to Cambalache. You'll always discover something new. The cultural references are one place to start. Highbrow, lowbrow, world history, Argentina, all mixed together as they must have been in the mind of a 1930s porteño intellectual, and, of course, as if they were in a junk shop. In this case, there are four stanzas, and the music alternates in an ABAB form. And there's not really any poetic conceit in terms of the narrator or differences in tone. The whole thing just reads as a rant, a long, entertaining, culturally informed rant. If you ask most people, this tango is fun and humorous. And if you sit down and read the message, you might think, this is incredibly bitter and pessimistic. So again, the truth behind DiCepolo's outlook may be somewhere in between these two dispositions, or it may contain them both simultaneously. That type of argument is, of course, completely lost on authorities who censor speech. In 1943, Argentina's military government began a campaign to cleanse tango of inappropriate content, including sexual innuendo, and slang. Many tangos were banned from radio play and many had their lyrics altered. DiCiepolo and other authors had to submit to censors. Cambolache probably takes the prize, having been banned by every dictatorship in the years after its creation. In 1949, a group of tango authors approached President Juan Domingo Perón who had inherited the censorship rules from the previous government, and he agreed to do away with them. So, at least for the next few years, tangos like Cambalache returned to the airwaves.
1: <laughs>
0: the Shepolo composed tangos as a package, both music and lyrics, perhaps ensuring a certain structural integrity. Lyrical content, moved with the musical form, and vice versa. He had a good sense for melody but was untrained in music and generally relied on a musician to translate his compositions into sheet music. His friend Lalo Scalise handled this task many times. Di also collaborated with excellent tango composers. Malevaje with music by Juan de Dios Filiberto is an early example, one which you can also find on my tango sing-along blog. In the 1940s, Di partnered with composer Mariano Mores and created a handful of classics. One of those is UNO. Written in 1934, UNO is beautiful and romantic. Or maybe it's Moraes's music that gives me that sensation, because when I sit down and read the lyrics by themselves, they practically look like a suicide note. They basically say, you search for love and you struggle and you have faith, but you end up destroyed. You drag yourself over thorns and you're left without a heart, punished by a kiss that was never returned. In Uno, Discepolo uses a verse-chorus, verse-chorus form. The first verse talks about the above-mentioned struggle and concludes that unrequited love destroys you, or has at least destroyed this narrator.
1: And then
0: the chorus adds on by addressing a potential new mate and saying, I wish I could love you, but I can't because I've already been destroyed betrayed by unrequited love. Does this ring a bell? Isn't this the similar complaining and blaming that we saw in Esta Noche?
1: Cariño,
0: the second verse piles it on saying, God brought you to me too late god didn't realize it was too late for me he didn't think about that the narrator continues you're so pure and good you probably could have saved me but now it's too late wow everyone is to blame here including god everyone but the narrator i think i'm seeing a pattern narcissism delusion These lyrics don’t contain Lumfardo, and Morris's music is lush and extravagant. Perhaps that’s why we get the feeling that this is a romantic tango. Love is certainly part of the subject. Maybe one of the things going on here is that DeCpolo’s abrasive pessimism and tragic outlook are tempered by what surrounds him by tango music which itself has a whole spectrum, from tragic to romantic. Perhaps, dressed up in sweeping melodies, his suicidal cries seem like something else. Melodrama. <laughs> If drama was present in Descepolo's lyrics, it was present in his life too. On the one hand, he never stopped being a director, playwright, and actor. He also got involved in politics and publicly supported Juan Domingo Perón, who became president in 1946. His support angered some anti-Perón activists who organized boycotts against Descepolo's shows, in one instance, buying up all the seats in the theater so that it would be empty at showtime. Until his death in 1951, Discepolo was plagued with depression. His militant Peronism had led him to being ostracized by many of his professional colleagues. In 1948, three years before his death, Discepolo de wrote his last tango, Cafetín de Buenos Aires. Mariano Mores wrote the music for a movie called. Corrientes, Boulevard of Dreams, in which he played the lead. He sent the music to Deshepolo requesting a week's turnaround, and in a week, he had the finished lyrics. In this masterpiece, the cafetine, or café, is a character serving as the narrator's nurturing mother from cradle to grave. Here again, Descepolo uses a verse-chorus, verse-chorus form. The verses describe his life and relationship with the café, and the chorus is an homage. How could I forget you, cafétine? You were the closest thing to a mother for me. In the English-speaking world, we have restaurants, diners, and bars, or pubs if you're British. This last category is for adults to drink adult beverages. A cafetín in the 1940s would fall into this adult category. Adult males, most probably. In the first stanza, the narrator sees himself as a boy, pressing his nose against the window of the cafetín Which contains a mysterious, unattainable world on the inside. As a youth, he realizes that the Cafetín is a teacher, and he learns about grown-up things, love, and dreams. In the chorus, How Can I Forget You Cafetín de Buenos Aires, the Cafetín is not only a character, but it's Of Buenos Aires, of the entire city, not a specific cafetin, but part of a larger network of mystical establishments that teach young boys to become men. At your tables sat know it alls and suicidal types. I learned to gamble, I learned about philosophy. You were the only thing that seemed like my mother. In the final stanza, after we hear the names of a handful of friends from the cafetín, we learn three more things: the tables never ask questions; the narrator cried here after his first heartbreak, and it's here where, after the pains of living, he's come to die. Cafetín de Buenos Aires Another lyric to print out and keep in your spacesuit pocket if you're an alien visiting Buenos Aires or if you're another adventurer exploring the paths of tango and porteño culture. If you're a dancer or a musician, tango lyrics are waiting for you to discover them. Looking back at the 20th century, there are a handful of masterful poets, like the handful of friends from the cafetín. Chances are they wrote more than one tango on one of the tables that never asked questions. And you can be sure that this is where they learned more than one life lesson.
1: De
0: Discepolo's career as a lyricist started with a rant and an anecdote and it ended with a curriculum vitae that pays tribute to an alma mater the mythical Buenos Aires Cafetín Discepolín, as he was called fondly The actor, a little brother of a playwright, a playwright himself, a bona fide tango poet, was one of the essential founding fathers of the tango art form, contributing to its tone, its storytelling, its character, and the raising of the bar for lyricists for generations to come. Enrique Santos de Sheppolo was born March 27th, 1901 in Buenos Aires, and died here december 23rd 1951 do yourself a favor and keep his lyrics in your spacesuit